Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Tomatodito Show. And uh, in a brief episode here, just touching base on a fight that's being overlooked. This weekend, uh, everybody's focused on the big hype fight and the return to the ring of two legends, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. in an eight-round exhibition match. And it's taken all the noise, right? We've been hearing about this for months. This fight was supposed to take back uh, take place in September, ended up getting delayed. It's going to be on pay-per-view. It's going to be a $49.99 pay-per-view uh, through a... Um, Thriller app or Triller, Triller or Thriller. I don't think there's an H in there. Uh, nonetheless, it's going to be a pay-per-view fight or a, or a private app fight uh, in which you pay $50 to view the uh, the exhibition match. And, uh, and, and I wanted to touch base on that fight as we've already done a preview show to... Um, to the Tyson Roy Jones Jr. exhibition match and one fight that keeps getting overlooked and for some reason not a lot of money or maybe the budget was kind of small to where they didn't spend much money on promoting this fight. Um, if anything, they should have promoted it for uh, for Danny Jacobs more so than Gabe Rosado. Uh, but these guys are going to fight and they're going to fight on Friday. The night before the Tyson Roy Jones Jr. fight, Gabe Rosado, Danny Jacobs are going to face off against each other. It's not going to be on regular TV. It's not going to be on cable TV or traditional pay-per-view, but rather you're going to be able to catch this fight through uh, the Zone app. The uh, Zone's going to be hosting this fight, so you could download the app. A lot of times they're doing like these free offers uh, where you could go ahead and sign up and view it there. Um, the zone carrying the fight, this fight being overlooked, and it's almost like uh, the reason I was mentioning the budget, a lot of times, if it's a small budget, they have enough to be able to pay the fighters, to secure the venue, to be able to push the fight through and pay whatever uh, other expenses come along the way, and the budget money starts running out, and therefore there's not much uh, money left over for promotion and advertising, hence very little noise and very little hype uh, around this fight uh, for for traditional fans or, or actually for the casual fans you're probably you either haven't heard about this fight or you just started hearing about this fight uh, through YouTube because they just uploaded a face-off uh, they uploaded a um, uh, like an interview style face-off where they're trading jabs at one another and that came um uh, compliments of the zone where they end up uploading that and very brief talk that we're getting about this yet it's a decent fight it's actually going to be possibly more entertaining and an actual fight that's a sanctioned fight in the middleweight division uh, you got Gabe Rosado on on one side here Gabe Rosado always game tough all heart decent boxing very good speed but of course we know him for uh his big heart and uh and his courage the way that he fights almost you you could easily make the argument that his heart is a little bit too big and uh and and he fights with so much heart where it's possibly a danger to him kind of the uh the Arturo Gatti uh style where where he can possibly be a danger to himself because he doesn't know when to stop. He wants to go out on the shield constantly. And he has suffered many losses and hard losses at that. Big cuts, uh, a lot of damage to him. He he sits with a 25-12 and 12 record. He has one draw. Uh, if you look at his record, I mean, he's fought the who's who. Uh, you name it. He's fought Mas- Masiech uh, Suleki was one of the recent fights that he had, and that was for the, the vacant WBO intercontinental title. He ended up losing that fight uh, by unanimous decision. Uh, from there, he's had, I mean, 
you name it. You look at his record, and he's been in there with Gennady Golovkin. Um, now he's going to be in there with Danny Jacobs. He's always trying to get himself uh, into into the bigger fights. And Danny Jacobs with 12, uh, sorry, Gabe Rosado with 12 losses. Uh, if he wins and he pulls this fight off, this is going to be possibly one of his last few chances that he has in his career to be able to make noise and get in there with the who's who of uh, uh, of boxing as far as giving it one last run at a title, at a major title. Uh, he's dropped losses to Martin Murray, uh, who had a, a famous fight there uh, a few years back against um Sergio Martinez a few years back. Uh, now he's, uh, Martin Murray's actually going to be headed towards, um, a title fight against Billy Joe Saunders in the coming weeks. Um, he's had Glenn Tapia that he's, uh, that he was able to beat Willie Monroe Jr. Gabe Rosado, uh, dropped the fight there to Willie Monroe Jr. as well by unanimous decision. Um, beat Joshua Clotty. Uh, Joshua Clotty definitely past his prime. Uh, but when they faced each other in 2015, it was a pretty, pretty contentious, pretty good back and forth fight. Um, Joshua Cloudy, for some reason, after the Pacquiao fight, he was just never the same. I don't know if he just lost that fire or if that fight took something out of him. But when they faced, when he faced Gabe Rosado, it was still a fairly good fight, good back and forth fight. Um, who else has Gabe Rosado lost to? Uh, David Lemieux. Uh, he's lost to Jermel Charlo. Um, the 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 smaller of the two fighters, Jermel Charlo is the one fighting in uh, 154 and pretty much uh, locking that division down, uh, cleaning it out. Uh, who else? Peter Quillen. He uh, he lost to as well. That's somebody that Danny Jacobs beat. Um, no no decision against uh, Jay Leon Love. That was a little bit mess of a fight. That was back in 2013. And of course, seven years ago, he ended up losing to Gennady Golovkin when Gennady Golovkin was uh, was 24 and 0 going into that fight. Um, but you name it, he's been in there against some great fight against Jesus Soto Caras as well back in 2012 and. Alfredo Angulo is another one that I remember Gabe Rosado fighting against. That was a TKO loss that he suffered, uh, if I remember correctly. And uh, that's when Alfredo Angulo was making noise and on his way up um, in his career. Uh, man, that, that fight must have taken place in 2008, 2009, uh, if, if my memory doesn't fail me. Uh, nonetheless, big names. A lot of losses, 12 losses. Now, for as good as he fights and as as good of a fighter as he is, the 12 losses doesn't do justice to the amount of damage that he's taken through the years. And that's the key here. Uh, the other thing is maybe Gabe Rosado has become a bit of a gatekeeper uh, when you fight a Gabe Rosado uh, as an up-and-coming fighter. You want that name on your resume because it has respect on his name uh, as as a courageous fighter, as a tough fighter, but never that top elite, uh, level fighter, uh, of the who's who of, uh, of any certain division that he's participated in. Now, when you look at Danny Jacobs, Danny Jacobs, on the other hand, sits with a 36 and three record. He's got three losses. Now, remember, Danny Jacobs is almost like he's had two careers, uh, in one. He had a good up and coming career, the miracle man, right? The miracle man ended up, uh, uh, having his First, first, uh, uh, climb into the boxing rank rankings. And, uh, and as he was climbing up, he ended up, uh, having cancer and that took him out for a while. Uh, he ended up defeating cancer. 
if that wasn't enough of a victory and to continue living your life, uh, which most people would deem that as a victory and just take your life in a different path, uh, that wasn't enough for him. He got himself back in shape, got himself back in the ring, and eventually started climbing up the ranks and fighting uh, big names and started climbing up the ranks and the rankings uh, to position himself into title contention. So that that has been the impressive part about a Danny Jacobs' career. Uh, he His first loss came at the hands of... Um, of Dimitri Piroj, uh, and that fight was uh, actually for a vacant WBO middleweight title. He ends up getting TKO'd in that fight, and his problems ended up beginning uh, after that fight. Is when they discovered that that he had a uh, he had cancer. Uh, so he ends up winning that fight, and if that wasn't enough, he ends up getting back into some big fights, and then he ends up beating Peter Quilling. He ends up fighting Sergio Mora twice. Uh, he ends up, his other two defeats come at the hand of um, Canelo Alvarez, and uh, and he has a fight uh, in which he ends up dropping the, the second loss to Gennady Golovkin. Um, what other fights has he has he had uh, of name last December, which is his last showing. So he's about 11 months uh, removed from his layoff. Uh, had his fight against uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. That was supposed to be uh, a good showing, a good fight for for both of them. And especially for Chavez Jr., it was a lot of hype that he was going to come back. And, and he ended up being the typical mess that, that he always is. And he ended up pulling out of the fight. Uh, making claims that Danny Jacobs was illegally hitting him and due to cuts and all this. But the truth was that Danny Jacobs uh, was the better man. And there was no way that that Chavez was going to be able to pull that victory off. Although I thought he was looking fairly good uh, to start. He wasn't giving himself that credit. So sad for, for Chavez Jr., right? Now, this fight, there's an interview that they were going back and forth. Uh, and... Danny Jacobs makes the makes the mention of there's levels and there is levels to to this game and I expect that this fight is going to be exactly that it's going to live to the comment that Danny Jacobs made there is levels to this game Danny Jacobs is definitely uh one of the top level fighters at 160 and can definitely move up to 168 and challenge up there um Gabe Rosado has the upside is in his favor if he's able to pull this fight, but chances are that he's not going to be able to pull this fight. I see Danny Jacobs imposing his will, his style, his technique, and uh, and taking over this fight and possibly ending it. Um, I, I don't see this fight going to a decision. Um, nonetheless, crazier things happen in boxing, right? But this should be a straightforward, stay busy fight for Danny Jacobs. All the back and forth is going to be the the comments and the back and forth insults that they've been launching at each other should come to an end uh, come Friday night. And I see Danny Jacobs uh, lining himself up for another big name and a big fight uh, come 2021. Hopefully he'll get back in with um, maybe a, a Charlo, maybe Gennady Golovkin again, maybe Billy Joe Saunders or even Canelo at that. But there's very good fights that Danny Jacobs can secure. And this this is definitely a tough, stay busy type fight for him. And it'll be it'll be great to get that, that rust out of the way. And this is a perfect opponent to do it against. Gabe Rosado always has a fighter's chance and has a bigger heart than the majority of the boxers that step in that ring and expect nothing but extraordinary uh, effort from from the from, from behalf of uh, Gabe Rosado. So with that, 
I leave you and uh, enjoy the fight on Friday. Don't ignore that fight. Don't overlook it. Remember that there's actual good boxing going on this week. And then you could focus on the exhibition match that will be between Tyson and Roy Jones Jr., which also is building a lot of curiosity more so than anything. Uh, Take care of yourself. Have a good night.